Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to our Tuesday night Bible study here at Praise Tabernacle Church. And I like that song. This morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt. Amen. We thank you for tuning in tonight. Amen. We thank God for another opportunity to be in Bible study, having such a, a great week. Amen. We had such a great service on this past Sunday. Shouts out to all my brethren, amen, we, amen, the brethren came in and stepped real hard, they put a lot of pressure on the women, put a lot of pressure, amen, the women been talking ever since, amen, they they trying to figure out what can they do on fifth Sunday, on women's Sunday, so, amen, the brethren put, put a lot of pressure, so shouts out to all my brethren, amen, Minister Tober for heading that up, such a great program, the male chorus singing, the deacons and preachers preaching and praying, and uh, we just had such a a fantastic time, amen. Also, we thank God for the miracle um, testimonies that we had on Sunday uh, by way of Minister Tober, amen, regarding his precious wife, Sister Tober. A man uh, car <laughs> several times last week. I think it was Friday, Thursday, Friday, somewhere around there. I think, and she could have easily been dead. And what we heard, I think the the ambulance people, the medics, and different ones was saying normally when things like that happen, the person does not walk away. So we thank God, a man, for His grace and His mercy to our church family, amen, and, you know, sometimes your, your church family is sometimes closer to you than your natural family, so we just thank God that we could have been, amen, having a funeral, we could have been uh, just celebrating life, but we thank God that life is yet, amen, still here, Sister Tobit is still yet, yet among us, she's a little sore, I Spoke to her, texted her a little bit earlier today, messing with her. You know, she's getting got a little older now. So we just thank God, amen, for the Tobert family, amen. Thank God for all of you, Praise Tabernacle, and our uh, listeners, amen. We're not going to prolong the time. We have a great teacher on tonight, amen. My lovely wife is going to be leading us in our Bible study on tonight. We're all right, whatever I We're going to say a word of prayer. And then the next voice you hear will be that of Lady Zachary, Lady Pamela Zachary. Father, we thank you. appreciate you. 
We thank you for your grace and your mercy that's been shown toward us. We thank you for this day. This is the day that you made, and we are rejoicing, and we're glad in it. We thank you for another opportunity. And as we enter into this study on tonight, we pray that you will give the leader what to say, crown her head with wisdom and knowledge, and we thank you for those on the panel that is here to support and give input as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Lady Zachary, service into your hands. God bless. Amen. Praise God, everybody. Um, once again, we're here um, on our Bible study night. Grateful for the opportunity, as always. Um, I pray that everybody had a wonderful, beautiful, uh, beautiful day. And that song um, that Elder Oliver <clears throat> chose to play um, uh, on this evening, it, it, sh- it truly should be a testimony of the believers. Uh, this morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt. When I got up this morning, I didn't think if he was going to protect me or I didn't doubt that he was going to um, be my shield of protection or send his angels of protection or, you know, allow me to um, make it back home safely to my to my family. And sometimes those things, um, we definitely take it, we definitely take it for granted. Um, you know, we get up in the morning thinking that we're going to make it back home, but that's not, that's not 100% um in our in our life period but i truly i truly thank god for um life for health and for strength thanking him for my husband that the lord is keeping him healthy keeping my family my children healthy um i take my children and i tell them every time they leave you know i love you be safe and watch your surroundings but a lot of times you can watch your surroundings, but it's just, you know, it's the other people and it's the things um, that's going on around uh, you. So I wanted to encourage those that are listening. Things may be, you know, upside down right now, and it may seem like, it may seem like there's, you know, ugh, there's just no light at the end of the tunnel, but you have to keep striving. You have to keep moving Forward. You have to keep moving forward because the Lord is truly there with you. And what the enemy, what the devil, um, what he tries to do is he brings, you know, he makes you second guess what God has already promised you. But if God said it, you best believe he's going to bring it to pass. If he, if he has given you a promise, that's one thing about the Lord, he makes, when he makes promises, he don't break his promises. It's us. We break our promises that we have made to the Lord. And the scripture says, I'm, I'm not um, sure where the particular scripture is off the top of my head, but to simplify it, the scripture says, you know, it's best that you don't make a vow than make a vow and you don't keep it. So um, just keep your head up, stay encouraged. It may seem a little rough, a little tough right now, but it will get better. So for those that are listening, we're going to go to um, Romans chapter 12. And if someone could please mute their phone because we hear a lot of stuff going on in the background. Um, But we're going to go to Romans chapter 12. 
Um, tonight we're going to be dealing with love. Um, it was so many things that the Lord gave me, the topics, you know, growing in love and um, love being a sacrifice. But love is love. Like, I think it was, uh, what is I Never mind. I'm not going to go there. But um, but I think it was Forrest Gump <laughs> that said love is what love does or something like that. You know, y'all, if y'all know the movie, y'all can help me out. Y'all have to be scared. We, we do a Bible study tonight, so it's okay. You can speak up. But um, love is such a powerful, powerful word. Um, we try, we should strive to show love to everyone. And when my husband, when he started this, um, you know, I, I won't say a series, but it was needed. Um, bringing back to our members those things that we should already be doing as Christians and as believers um, for us helping our neighbor. So a lot of things that um, – and, and he had no idea. I had my my Bible study lesson already prepared before this series came. And then a lot of things that even with the men's service on yesterday, and it was it was so amazing. They were talking about love. And then with Minister Tober, he was talking about a lot of the things that I'll be talking about tonight for, um, you know, you you don't have to play tick, you know, well, you do this, well, I'm going to get you back, I'm gonna, but everything's going to fall in place, so I pray tonight that you are encouraged, God, I thank you for today, I thank you for, the. I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to down the cross for our sins, God, we do not deserve none of your greatness, none of your goodness, God, because there's nothing great that we have done, but God, because you're great, Lord God, you gave us another chance, we thank you for your grace, and we thank you for your mercy. Lord, I pray that the listener that's listening on tonight would be encouraged, Lord Jesus, that they would even want to rededicate or give their lives to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so let's amen. get into the scriptures and let's have some fun tonight. So Romans chapter 12, um, for time's sake, um, I'm just going to do verses 12 through 21 for those that's on the panel that read this chapter um, today. And if you want to expound on some things please feel free to do so um because i'm going to give what give you what the lord gave me and then i'm going to um turn it over to our leader for offering and then i'll I'll be done okay um so we're going to um start number let's let's start at verse number 12 okay um it says rejoicing in hope patient in tribulation continuing instant um, in prayer. Again, this topic um, that we're going to be dealing with on tonight, this whole chapter, uh, we'll be dealing with love and the sacrifice. Because a lot of times, you know, I've heard it's like sometimes you have to give up your right for um, for some someone else's wrong. But in verse number 12, um, rejoice in hope, okay? The saints, we should rejoice. I think it was Sister Lovelace. I'm not 100% sure that was talking about the joy. Joy is not based on how much money I have in my account. Joy is not based on if everybody in my family is health, is healthy. Um, joy is not based upon, well, if the Lord bless me, then, you know, okay, there's joy. No, no, no. Joy is a lifestyle. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my is my strength. Why do you smile? Why do you do this and you're going through? Why are you still, you know, you acting like nothing's going on and you know everybody know. No, no, no. I'm rejoicing in hope. 
my hope allows me to rejoice. I don't know if y'all see it the way I do, but that's my hope, uh, my hope that I have in Jesus Christ and the things that I know that he's going to provide, that hope allows me to rejoice. Patient in tribulation, okay? Tribulations are temporary, but because of hope, <laughs> it should provoke us as believers to be patient, okay? Can someone mute their phone? We hear you laughing. <laughs> Is it, I know you, yeah. You go ahead and mute that phone for me. Okay, tribulations are temporary, but because of hope, it should provoke us to be patient. Amen? Some of us, we say, be careful what you speak out of your mouth. Oh, God, I don't have no patience. Oh, God, I just can't do this. Well, you've already put it out there in the atmosphere. You've already spoke those negative words out into the atmosphere. Oh, I, mm-mm, girl, I don't see how you do it. I don't have that kind of patience. No, call those things and be not. If you know you don't have it, like at one time that was that was me. But the Lord kept bringing stuff, and it's like, okay, boom, failed that test. Okay, you failed that test because you keep saying it out of your mouth. You keep speaking it out of your mouth. I don't, oh, God, I don't have nothing. Man, I ain't never going to, I ain't never, I, be careful of what you say out of your mouth. But my testimony is now, and I get asked, how in the world, and my response is, it's nothing but the grace of God, okay? So uh, tribulations are temporary, but because of hope, it should provoke us to be patient. Seems like when things are going well, then boom, something else happens. But we have to be steadfast in prayer, okay? Um, it says continuing instant in prayer. And let me ask you this. Okay, and you don't have to, of course, you don't have to answer back, but how is your prayer life? Do you pray in the morning or do you pray just when you think about it? Is prayer a lifestyle? Is prayer a routine? Well, this is what we normally do. Well, we do this. Okay, well, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I go ahead and I say my prayers, but then you don't pray no more throughout the day. Or you'll start praying like a lot of us do when we see an accident or we see something has happened in the street, we start praying, oh, God, protect us, Lord. Lord, I thank you for keep. But how is your prayer life, okay? Continuing instant in prayer, okay? You not. We should pray when things are going well. We should pray when it seems like, you know, a tornado has taken place in our life, in our homes, in our finances, in our children, in everything we ought to give thanks. And pray. Amen. So verse number 13, okay, it says, uh, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. And back then, I mean, of course, we look at hospitality, we look at, you know, with the church now, um, you know, we have dinner, we bring food and different things like that. But um, as it was in the old hospitality, you know, then was, you know, was keeping, letting people come live in your home, um, staying in your house and, um, you know, to just taking them in and taking care of them. That's could And that's even now with, 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 um, with hospitality. My husband was uh, speaking about how uh, our children often, not, I, w- I won't say often, it's not often, um, but they have talked about how we have had different people, family, and people to come and live with us. It wasn't for our glory. 
it wasn't for us to get the credit. It wasn't for us to say, oh, well, you know, we took you know, you know took them in. They didn't handle what they this was going on. No, no, no. You lose you you lose your reward. You lose your reward. No, you do that. So let me drop this. Let me drop this nugget. When you're helping someone, if they came to you for your assistance, don't put their business out there. Even if you, even if it's yep. your best friend and y'all talk all the time, don't share those intimate things with anyone. With anyone, if someone has to humble themselves to the point to where they come and they ask you, it can be gas money. It can be. You know, okay, you know, can I borrow a few dollars for, you know, to get some food or, uh, you know, we got put out. We just need to stay here for a few weeks. If you take them in and now you have went on and, and shared everything you've done, your reward, you have gotten your reward. You've gotten your reward. So your reward, there, there's no other reward from the Lord because you have put that, you have put it already out there. So let's be true believers and true Christians, okay? Love people with the love of Christ, okay? Verse number 14. I'm sorry, does anybody have anything to say before I move forward? Any comments so far? Okay, well, I'll keep going. All right, so um, verse number 13 again, uh, distributing to the necessity to the necessity of saints. Um, and I'm just going to distribute, yeah, to the necessity of saints, okay? Um, helping our neighbor, as we have been learning about, which is not just that person that's right next to you or the person that lives beside you in your house, but that neighbor is that one that's in need, okay? And we need a genuine love and concern for those who are poor and needy. Poor and needy. Not greedy, but needy. Because a lot of times, that's why they call them hoarders. You have so much, but you're still trying to get. No, you don't have a need, okay? That's greedy. <laughs> All right? So uh, I look at it as, um, I don't know, I guess the Lord had just given that to me, but I I have so much compassion for our seniors, our seniors, our mothers, those uh, that are widowed, um, that their husbands have passed away and they don't have anyone, or just seeing a senior citizen, period. Um, I had a singing engagement. I had a singing engagement on, uh, what was that, baby? Was that uh, Friday night? No. Friday night, Saturday night, one of those nights. But one, uh, I was getting up, we were sitting at the table, and one of the older mothers was sitting there, and uh, she heard me say, okay, I'm about to go to the bathroom. And, um, you know, she was, okay, she, you know, she like we've been knowing each other our whole life. She was like, you go, you getting ready to go to the bathroom? And I was like, yes, ma'am. I was like, come on, we can go. So, um, you know, I could have been like, okay, well, I can show you where it is and just leave her, just leave her there, but... My neighbor, which was that mother that I never met before in my life, you know, I walked her there. I was very, you know, gentle with her, you know, literally escorting her to the bathroom. So once once we got over there, and I was like, no, mother, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. You can go in. 
And she was like, all right, all right, wait. And I was telling my husband, she told me to wait for her. Never met this person a day in my life. And I stood there, and I was waiting. I was standing there, and I was going to wait for her, wait for her. But then her daughter came, and um, she was asking, you know, is, is my mom in there? I said, yeah, she's in there. She told me to wait for her, so I'm going to stand here and wait. So she was like, oh, that's good, that's good. But doing something that seems like that was so small, oh, you didn't do that. You just helped, helped her go to the bathroom. No, no, no. At the end of the night, when my husband and I we were getting ready to leave, and she was like, thank you, you know, thank you for taking care of my mother. That meant a, that meant a lot for me, that I was able to help my neighbor, okay? So um, give into hospital, give into hospitality, Help those if you see that those ones that are in need, just help them, even if it's your family member, uh, your friend, your close friends, whoever. If it's a member in the church or um, anybody that they need, okay, let's let's help them and be a blessing. So verse number 14 um, and verse 15, we'll put those together. Um, it says, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Okay. As believers, we have to do our part, okay, and know those who labor among us and be at peace with all men. Be at peace with all men. Bless them which persecute you. What is your reaction when you know without a shadow of doubt that someone has been harassing you, they've been talking all manner of evil against you, they have said pretty much said it in your face, but now they need you. What are you gonna do? What would your reaction do? What 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 would your reaction be? Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. As believers, we have to be compassionate. Some of us have compassion for everybody else, but when it comes down to the house of God, there's no compassion. You don't even know literally your neighbor that's sitting beside you. You come, you come to church every Sunday. You're in Bible study every Tuesday night. You see them in the grocery store. You don't even know they go to your church. Do you know your neighbor? Okay? Have compassion when we hear of a situation of our fellow believers. My husband, he was uh, he was talking about it at the beginning of Bible study. Once I heard of, you know, the situation, what happened with the Tolbert family, it's like that's that's my family. That's like I was, well, well, well what happened? You know, are they are, is she okay? Blah, went down that whole path because at that point, you know, I, I ain't that old, but you know, I felt like that was my child. You know, that was my that was my, my, my close sister or, you know, I really had that compassion and then when Mr. Tobert was talking about it on Sunday, it just brought tears to my eyes because when you the scripture when it talks about know those know them that labor among you, that's we we should we should weep with those that weep, rejoice with those that rejoice. You know, so and I was Telling my, I think this was yesterday, and I was telling him, I was like, "Ooh, that just every time I hear it, it just it just does something to my to my spirit because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. It should have been worse. But 
the God that I serve, my father, hallelujah, that holds the whole world in his hand, he thought about little old me, little old you to protect you and keep you because only God knows what the future holds. Only God knows. So when it talks about that, when was the last time you was you were compassionate or you felt what that other person was feeling or were you so caught up in yourself and your own issues to where you couldn't move that to the side and, you know, be compassionate for or with someone else? Amen. So rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Now, let me let me say this. Weeping over a life and death situation is different. This is my opinion. Okay, this is my opinion. It's different than weeping because you want me to come to your pity party. Okay? Don't invite me to your pity party because I'm not I'm not gonna come. I'm I'm not gonna come to your pity party. Um so please don't don't invite me. We can pray, um and and all of those amazing things, but don't invite me to your pity party because I don't I don't I don't attend um parties like that. But if I do show up, it's gonna turn the situation around because we're gonna pray. And we're gonna, you know, ask God to make a way where there's where you're where it seems like there's no way or that has gotten you into this situation. Um, so let's stay encouraged. And if you know someone is going through, it is okay to pick up your phone and text them, hey, stay encouraged. That could be the little thing that they need to get them through the day. Amen. So verse fifteen, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep, okay? So we're going to move on down to verse number 16. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. Your your own conceit. Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> okay, so um, we may not see... Uh, may not see eye to eye um, on all things, but when it comes to Christ and the things of God, we should see or we should be on one accord or be on the same page. We agree to we agree to disagree. No, I may not like everything you do. No, you may not like everything I do. But when it comes to the basics of saving lives and getting on one accord to go out here into a dying world. Yes, we all need to be on one accord, minding minding the same thing, okay? So we may not see eye to eye on all things, but when it comes to Christ and the things of God, we should be on one accord. That's love. My love that I have for Jesus Christ and the love that I have for my fellow brother or my sister or that person that's in need or the genuine love that I have to forgive you in spite of running, running my name down, you know, and, you, and trying to, you know, score me, those kind, of, those, those kind of things, you know, we have to give that, we have to give that to God. And in spite of that, okay, we have to look at the bigger picture. It's all about winning souls. It's all about winning souls, okay? 
Um, I'm going to open up the open up the floor at this time again for anybody that wants to make a comment, or if not, I'll keep going. Um, first Lady, um, I'd just like to say first off, definitely doing a, a great job, um, and these are some encouraging words within the scriptures. Um, and I would like to say first off, you know, when we're talking about just everything that you've been going um, over from top to bottom from uh, with the scriptures, um, it just tie in. It brings back to the fact that as Christians and for, you know, us to be on the same accord and we got to be coming together and making sure that we're not only looking out for each other, but like how we're talking about um, in the scriptures, talking about uh, with, with weeping, there's no way that, you know, when one of our brothers and sisters go through something that you can't have that same compassion or empathy. You know, when my brother hurt or my brother's crying, my sister's crying, you know, um, I should definitely feel some type of way um, the same. So we got to make sure that we are, you know, uplifting each other and just making sure that we're staying on the same core, uh, accord for the glory of the Lord, you know, and, and the more we can do that, Definitely the stronger will be because, you know, it's just like, and I, I put it to you like this, you know, like um, uh, with even with, with my wife, let's just say uh, for married couples and stuff like that, uh, you know, one of us could be down, but we don't always need to be down at the same time, you know, so one of us, you know, we got to be able to be there for each other to pick each other up. I can feel what you're going through, but we got to be strong enough to help the other one that is going through. So that's how you have the progress. Uh, so I'm just like, you know, encouraged on all the um, scriptures on tonight. Definitely doing a, a wonderful job, and, and thank you. Amen. Yeah, I um, I agree. I agree, and I think that was the uh, that was the message on Sunday. If I'm not mistaken, Minister Tobert talked about we're in this we're in this together. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was the topic. We we all in this together. Yes, it was. Yeah, so that's what that's what I thought. So, and that's what we that's what we have to um, remember. You know, nobody's in it by by themselves. You know, um, in, the, in these scripture, it might it might have been in the in the previous scriptures, but it talks about the body, and you know how we're all one body, and we're all are just as important. As the other, and a lot of times in church, you know, we we make the, you know, I guess the leadership, the pastor, we make that, you know, we can we make the pastor feel like the, you know, <laughs> the greatest thing since sliced bread, and it, it should never be that way. <laughs> Jesus is that person, and, and nobody nobody's close to Jesus. The rest of us, we you know, we thank God for our leaders and the pastors and people like you know, folks in those positions, but. Um, what about that that lowly brother? You know what? That's when uh, we just read the scripture about uh, men of low, you know, and low degree. You know, being able to, uh, we know you can preach on the mountain and all that, but what about what about the valley? Can you talk with or can you deal with people that may not be on the same level um, that you are, you know, spiritually? Can you can you reach out to them? Can you have a conversation? You know, can you minister to a person that don't have a suit, you know, a person that's dirty, a person that, that's homeless, a person that's struggling? You know, can you witness 
to them? Do you have enough compassion, uh, which takes us back to uh, like a good neighbor? You know, Jesus had compassion for mankind. You know, he had compassion for mankind. He wasn't looking for the high seat. You know, he rightfully deserved the highest seat. Uh, but he 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 dealt them with sinners, you know, and the Pharisees and Sadducees, they had a problem with that. <laughs> you know, they had a problem. I know where he called himself a rabbi, a teacher, whatever. Don't he know what this person has done? Don't he know who he's eating with? Well, yeah, he knows who, he, who he's eating with. That's why he's eating with them, because he brings salvation. And that's what we have to understand, you know, just that love. I had, I had a, um, a family sister, Kenya, uh, one of our members, one of the church members had uh, told us about a family. Uh, something had happened with the husband. I think I announced it last Sunday and, uh, you know, asked the church to keep that, the Taylor family in prayer. And uh, I got a chance to reach out to the wife and talk to her, and and I found out that they were here. They're actually, I don't know why, but I was thinking that they was out of town or something, but I found out they was here. And uh talked to the wife last night, and uh, me and Minister Tobit was messing with each other Sunday. Like, we don't have no oil in the church. We don't, where's the, where's the blessed oil, you know, so... Me and him, we was like, all right, well, let's remind each other. Both of us get some oil this week and bring it to church next Sunday. So I was in public last night, and it, it crossed my mind. I said, okay, let me go ahead and get some oil. And then when I talked to the wife of the man that was sick, I said, you know what? Tomorrow, I said, I have a break in between. And now that I know that y'all are here, they're right here going that medical. I said, I'm going to come by tomorrow uh, in between my breaks, which was today. So I took the oil up there and. I prayed for the young man, anointed him, and, uh, you know, just just something that, you know, you, you sharing the love of Christ, you know, and the, and the wife was so thankful, like, hey, you didn't have to, you know, just you calling what was good enough, but now you done came, you know, and they're not members of the church or nothing like that, but who knows what seed could have been planted, and I got a chance to, to witness to the husband and uh, you know, minister to him, minister to both of them. So who knows, you know, who knows where where that's going to go. Uh, you know, if nothing else, whether they ever come to the church or not, it's just seed has been planted, you know. So we have that love for the saints, for the believers. And Jesus said it, I think it was the Lord that said it like this, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one to another. And if people are going to ever see love, they ought to be able to see love first in the church. They ought to be able to see that. The world should not teach the church how to love. The love should be an example for what, the, what they see, what the world sees in the church. When the world or when people that are not saved come into the church and they see how we care for each other and even care for them, that's what draws them. If the love of Christ, if we spread the love of Christ, then we draw. Okay, so uh, wonderful, wonderful message uh, teaching tonight. Thank you. All right. All right. Um, yes, that was actually the scripture that I was about to give. Jesus said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another. And if you think about it, um, the topic 
um, on on Sunday for Mississauga was yes, we are all we're all in this together. So the love that you have, love is is the I mean the root of everything. How can you treat your neighbor right? How can you even be on one accord to say, well, let's get this done. We know there's a need. Let's get together and you know get the need done. Get it get it done. Love. You have to have a a certain kind of godly love when it comes down to um, being a servant for God's people. And not just God's people. It can be a sinner, an atheist, a Muslim, a Hindu, or whomever. If the Lord get, puts it in your heart to bless them or to help them, what are you going to say? Now, I can't help you. You're not a believer. But you can draw them because they can see the Jesus Christ in you. They can see the love of God in you that can, you know, change their minds. Because can't nobody change people. You can't change that. You you don't have, you, you do not have the power to change nothing or no one. But the power of God that lives in us through the Holy Spirit, that those things can change a situation or change people or even their, their mind, their mindset, Okay. So um, we left off on verse number um, 16, I believe, and it says, be not wise in your own conceit. Don't be so quick. Um, when I was reading this, um, it's something like you can think you're doing the right thing, but out of your out of your heart, you think you're doing the right thing, but then someone comes and they say something to you, and now you're discouraged, and, well, if I would have knew, then I wouldn't have did it. No, no, no. In spite of, if it was in your heart to do, even though it may not have been on time, that's why we have to, you know, pray and seek God so he'll lead and guide us. And we won't, we won't allow our feelings to lead and to guide us, okay? Um, and I, I think my husband already said this part, but it says, Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate, Okay. And as I was reading this, I put down in my notes, I said, don't just befriend the wealthy or those who you know look nice and sitting high, but befriend those who are not befriended by others, okay? Befriend those that are not, befri- uh, befriend those that are not befriended by others. The perfect example, we had a young man to visit um, that's been visiting our church and you know, my son, he sent us a text, or, you know, he don't have any clothes, or, you know, don't pay him no attention, blah, 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 blah. And we're like, boy, you know we ain't about, you know, we're not about that. And when the young man came, we didn't tell him, no, nah, no, nah, you can't be in the front because you don't look like us, or you're not dressed like us. That It's not about that. No, bring them to the front row. If they want to sit in the row, front row, they may be dirty, they may be stank, but that doesn't have anything to do with, leading them to Christ and being an example and just showing love, just showing love. What is it going to hurt you to show love, especially if we're in this together? Because we are a body of Christ. This is not separated. We are what we, many members, but we're one body, one body. Yep. So that's, um, that's definitely something that I wanted to, uh, wanted to share, that we should befriend those who are not befriended by others instead of trying to run with the popular, you know, with those that, that we know got it going on, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and finish this out. Like I said, I, 
I'm giving you what the Lord gave me, and I'm done. Verse number 17 um, reads, uh, Recompense to no man evil for evil. For evil. Um, provide things honest in the sight of all of all men. As a believer, there's no room for retaliation, okay? Don't lose your testimony by retaliating for something where you could have just kept your mouth shut or you could have just walked away. Let me say that again. As a believer, there's no room for retaliation. Oh, my goodness. Is somebody burping? I need you to mute your phone, please. about me? Mute your phone. If you can hear me, mute your phone. You was eating real good. Mute that phone for me. Okay. At least they didn't pass gas. As a believer, there's no room for retaliation, okay? So you don't want to lose your testimony, okay? So um, providing honest in the sight of all men, the worst thing to me is knowing uh, a believer, a preacher, and you like, man, there's no joke to tell so many lies. If they tell me it's raining outside, I won't believe it. I got to go out there and find out myself, okay? If it be possible, if it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Verse, I'm going to go ahead and read it out to verse number 20. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil. Overcome evil with good. Unless our offense comes through loyalty to God and our refusal to participate in sin or ungodly atmosphere, we should be we should be we should be at peace with all men. You cannot help what people say. You cannot help what people do. But it's your action that will speak for you. When you die, somebody has to tell your story. What would what is your story going to be? There's a song that said, if anyone ever writes my life story, for whatever reason there might be, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. We're growing in love. And when the scripture talks about heaping coals on their head, refers to the sense of shame, punishment, or remorse, which we we're not going to rub it in. If somebody comes here, you know that they have hurt you or have said all this, said whatever, and now they need your help. You're not going to throw it in their face because you're a believer. You represent Jesus Christ. Help them. That's what it means when it's talking about heaping coals on their head. As believers, we must resist the feeling of payback. As believers, we must resist the feeling of payback, or retaliate. Let me say that one more time. We must resist the feeling of payback. You did it to me, I'm going to do it to you. That's not of God. Retaliation. 
Now, if you're trying to hurt my family, I'm going to protect my family by any means necessary. That's a totally different situation. But rather, we promote our sanctification by doing good to those who do evil to us. Just remember, saints and Christians, the world is watching. God bless you. At this time, I'm going to turn it over um, to my husband for um, offering and for anybody that wants to have any any remarks. But I pray he was blessed on tonight. But <laughs> Elder Guyton, I need you to mute your yeah. mute your phone. Elder Guyton, Elder Guyton, okay. mute your phone. Baby, you through? All right. Okay. Is Elder Guyton his own? That's him. It sounds like him. Okay. All right. Well, great. This sounds from McDonald's or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know how he got. All right, well, great word, great word on tonight. I'm check with all on that. Don't, I don't know, uh, but yeah, you know, you, you brought up you brought up something that was real good uh, about the young man that uh, my son's uh, Zach's friend, and when we I talked to him after service, well, once we got home, I was like, well, so, so your friend's in a in a bad state or whatever, whatever's going on, he's made some bad choice or whatever it is. I said, so what are what are you going to do about it? That's what I asked my son. I said, okay, you, you know, if he needs clothes or he need whatever, he needs assistance, I said, what are you going to do about it? So in other words, teaching him is one thing to just talk about it. Uh, it's one thing to just be a hearer of the word, uh, but that doesn't benefit us. We must be doers, meaning we must put in action. So I told Zach, I said, well, all right, well, what, what are you going to do? So we need to get together. Let's let's go and, you know, do what we can to assist, you know, because it's in our power. Um, you can't do for everybody all the time. Uh, we understand that. But when it's in your power, when you can help, you should help as a believer. Uh, prayer is good. Prayer is good. And the Bible says man ought to always pray. But your, your prayers are going to only go so far if I'm hungry. If you feed me, then I can listen to you pray. I can probably pray with you. Your prayer will help me a lot better if you feed me when I'm hungry. Amen. I don't need you to pray for me when I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, I need you to feed me. So let's, let's you know, we, we have to be in action. We, a lot of times we walk away and it's a cop-out, especially for, for believers, so-called believers anyway, well, I'm praying for you. I'm praying. No, no. It, it, it's possible that it's in your ability, it's in your power, where you can assist with the need. Okay, you don't have to pray for that when you when it's in your power, when it's in your ability to assist. Okay, when it's in your power, when it's in your ability, you don't have to pray. Well, I'm praying. No, no, no. We need you to do. Jesus, he did. He went about doing good. And we are commanded to do likewise when it's in our power, okay? So uh, that's what I told my son, just as a teaching moment. Okay, so what are you going to do? What are we going to do about 
the situation because it's in our power where we can assist. We're not going to just talk about it. We ain't going to just look and wonder. We're going to do something about it. And that's what that's what the challenge of being a good neighbor is. Are you going to just walk on the other side, or are you just going to look on him, look on him, and walk on the other side also? Or are you going to take action? Are you going to are you going to put your faith in action? Are you going to put the word in action? And that's the challenge uh, with that series of like a good neighbor. Let's put it in action. Let's put it in action. Let let's be there for. Each other, let's be there for our community, you know, uh, whoever God runs and sends us to. The Holy Ghost will lead you. The Holy Ghost will disturb you, especially when it's time to witness and when there's someone specific that the Lord is, is pulling at. And, and you are some kind of way, one way or the other, you, you will cross paths with that individual and the Holy Ghost will speak to you and tell you what to say and what to do. Only thing we got to do is be obedient. Okay? Let's be willing and obedient. Great word on tonight, uh, Lady Zachary. Thank you for that. Anyone on the panel have any final uh, words on tonight before we do the offering and benediction? Anyone on the panel have any final words? Amen. So I do have a comment on tonight. Um, first off, Grateful to be alive is an understatement. And I know that, you know, there are certain things that we say um, sometimes that are out of formality, but, no, I am truly, truly, truly grateful for my life health insurance. And I don't mean it lightly. I don't take it lightly. And, um, you know, as I said, I'm just more than grateful to be alive. I can't explain it um, any more than that. But uh, when I was reading over the lesson, um, some of the words that stuck out to me were patience, love, um, tribulation, and things of the sort. So one of the notes that I, that I took down says, Charles, do not excuse a lack of love in the body of Christ. So when I went to church on Sunday, Okay, hopefully you guys can hear me better now. So when I went to church on Sunday, I had uh, quite a few people asking, like, oh, are you still, can you guys hear me? You're going in and out. I don't know why. Okay, I hope you guys can hear me now. Is this better? Yeah, we can hear you. I can hear you now. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. So one of the one of the folks that I well something that I read said, um, "Child, do not excuse a lack of love in the body of Christ." And I, I really love to read that part because when I went to church on a lot of people were asking, um, "Are you going to church? Are you going to church?" And I'm like, "I can walk. Why wouldn't I go to church?" So I don't understand, you know, um, in particular what people and why I would or would not go. So um, basically what that means is no matter what it is that you're going through in life, just remember that God is who he is, and even if we can't see a way out or even if we don't understand why a situation happens, you still keep your faith, you still love him. 
Um, and another scripture, and then I'll be done, is the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. So even when you are feeling low or when you are feeling down, just know that God still loves you and everything will work itself out. Amen. Thank you for that, Sister Tobert. Thank you for that. It's great. And that's what, what soldiers do. I mean, you show model a uh, true soldier because you, you had a reason. You had a reason to stay at home. You could have, and the average person uh, would have. So uh, you just you just gave another testimony just in your life to others that, that stay at home for a little bit of nothing. Matter of fact, nothing at all, and <laughs> stay at home. And, you know, it's going to be a witness when we could, when we could have went, when we could have, and we decided not to, we're going to be held accountable. So thank you for that, and we definitely do appreciate your faithfulness, not just to the church, but ultimately to the work of the Lord. So may the Lord continue to bless and strengthen you. All right. Anyone else on the panel have any final words for tonight? Um, Pastor, I'd just like to say uh, First Lady did an awesome job, definitely uh, bringing everything into perspective. Um, it's funny how, you know, God is just connecting all the dots, you know, even from, you know, everything on Sunday and then here tonight on Bible study, all of it just connects. And, you know, that's how you know, you know we're all on the same, on the right path and we're on the same page. Uh, just like what the scripture was talking about, you know, making sure that we're on the same page. Earlier today, I wanted to uh, jump back and say something. Uh, this is when we were on, I think it was like uh, verse 16, be of the same mind toward one another. Uh, uh, mind, not high things, but uh, consent to men, low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. You know, we just got to also make sure that in, in, in Christ, we can't make sure that we got the the big heads or like we're better than someone else or anything like that. We got to, you know, make sure that we understand that regardless, you know, there is levels. But even if uh, someone is on, uh, you have more knowledge than the next person or whatever, what have you, you don't have to treat anyone any type of way. You know, you want to treat everybody, you know, with love and compassion. You know, and make sure that you're all, you know, we're always doing that. And the main way that we can do that is make sure that we operate in love because we operate in love where we're doing, you know, what, what God is supposed to be, uh, what, what God has shown us to do uh, because God is love. You know, so we're supposed to be doing the same thing, making sure that we are taking all the attributes of Christ. So if we're doing that, then we'll be just, we'll be just fine. So, Definitely a good word um, for us to understand uh, where we're supposed to be, uh, not only individually, but as a church as well. So thank you, First Lady. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Tobert. Great, great comment, great comment. Anyone else on the panel uh, tonight? Any other comments on tonight? All right. All right. Well, may the Lord bless you guys. Listen, listen, this is our Tuesday night service. Amen. I'm asking everyone that's listening, uh, those that are burping and belching and eating and all that, while Bible study, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> we will ask that you give a Tuesday night offering by way of cash out. 
church cash app is dollar sign PTC877. Once again, dollar sign PTC877. I want to challenge those that can to give uh, uh, $5. You can give a $5 offering tonight. That's what I'm going to give. I'm going to ask you, those that can, to send that. If you have a dollar, $2, $3, amen. Or if the Lord lays on your heart to do more, then I ask that you do that on tonight. But I'm I'm going to do a $5 offering uh, on tonight. I ask that you just give as the Lord has blessed you, as he has prospered you. Listen, we had such a great turnout. I mean, we uh, I've never really talked about overflow, but, Oh, Jesus, we had such a great turnout this past Sunday. I want to challenge everyone that's listening to invite invite someone on this Sunday. Invite somebody. We know this is our youth Sunday. Go pick up some children. Invite invite some children. Go go pick them up. Amen. This is our youth Sunday. Uh, we were excited about our children going forth, along with the word that will be coming from my, my precious wife. So let's invite somebody. Let's Let's share the gospel. And, and let's continue to build where the Lord has placed us. No, no sense of trying to build somewhere else. Let's build where God has placed us. So we're looking forward to seeing you, everyone, on Sunday morning, if the Lord will. And may the Lord bless you real good. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for this word on tonight. We thank you for the offering that was given. We thank you for the teacher and the panel and all those that are listening. We know that your word won't return to your void, but it's going to accomplish that you sent it out. And we thank you for your word. And we'll do like David. We'll hide it in our heart that we might not sin. But we know that the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As we leave this place but never your presence, Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, tells us to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. God bless you, and have a great night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.